Welcome in, everyone, to the Invest Well Show. This podcast, I'm excited for you guys. We're going to share some thoughts and insight on what you should be doing now around the coronavirus in relation to your investments. I know a lot of you have questions out there. You're watching media on a regular basis. There's a lot of fear and concern and worry. But, you know, I think there's some practical ways. In fact, I know there are some practical ways that you can actually help protect yourself, your investments and everything, so you can fare well through this storm. I know, Randy, you know, there's been a lot of conversation out there about everything that's happening. We're seeing uh, job reports change. We're seeing jobless claims really go up. You know, last week, there's about 3 million people lost their job. There's projections that we could literally have, you know, up to 30% unemployment. So this is serious stuff. And unfortunately, a lot of folks out there in the markets, you know, I don't know that you can really fully, you know, trust what they're saying. So we wanted to do a show to talk about what can you do now? What does this look like? And kind of really giving an unbiased opinion on what our thoughts are. You know, those people on the financial networks, they just can't help themselves, Michael. They, <laughs> it's yeah. their job. You know, anytime something unusual happens, a market event happens, they have no choice but to go back to the past and look historically, well, what happened after the market did this? And and this was similar. And so they took a look at what happens after a market goes down five days in a row very suddenly. And they found that 100% of the time, the market goes back up the next week. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what we did. And so mm-hmm. then, then they started talking about what does the market do over the next three, six, nine, ten months? And they said, you know, it goes up at a considerable rate. Here is the V-shaped recovery that we talk about. But, Michael, this is unprecedented. Nobody yeah. has ever took a lever and said, shut down the economy yeah. completely. It hasn't no, happened before. No, this is this is totally different. And, and so you can try and make your projections all that you want in relation to what we think markets are going to do. And I know, you know, anytime someone makes a projection of historically, here's what happened when this happened. And here's, you know, this is something we are in brand new territory, just like we were in. You know, we've been talking about for some time now about we're in the longest bull run in the history of the markets uh, the end of last year, which is one of the reasons, by the way, that we went more conservative with portfolios in January of this year. So thank the Lord for that. We were kind of preceded some of this issue with coronavirus. Obviously, we had no idea it was going to be coronavirus, but we knew something was going to flip mm-hmm. the markets to some degree because it can't just go up forever. So we were preparing for that in advance. But this is this is new territory. You know, when, you, when we're in a place, folks, where you have businesses being shut down, when you have employees being laid off or furloughed, when you have the government talking about coming in to help here and help there, let's remember that the government does not have unlimited resources. That's number one. Number two, you know, they're borrowing money to send it out. And number three, the U.S. worker, you and I, the taxpayer, is the one that actually has to pay back mm-hmm. what the government gives. So let's not forget those three things that are very, very important. And when we're in a place where, as a society, we have, you know, essentially 0% interest on the Fed rate, we're in a place where we have unlimited almost treasury buyback, we have all of these things happening, these are unprecedented times, and then on top of that to say we're going to shut the entire economy down for a virus that we don't know where the end is to, I mean, this is a very different time. So I think it's important for us to remember that we cannot assess this honestly as though this were a 2008 or as though this were a 2001 and 02 when when some planes hit the buildings. We cannot assess this even like the Great Depression because in the Great Depression times, Randy, businesses were not Mm -hmm. shut down. Mm -hmm. There were things that happened, but there wasn't a mandate 
from the government, executive orders saying you got to shut down your company, only essential businesses, all of these sorts of things. That did not occur. So this, these are different times. Yeah, it's really very uncertain about going forward. You don't know, is the market going to go down more? I saw one, you know, we just talked about don't look at history, but here's a little piece of history. You remember in 2008 when they put in TARP, you remember that? Oh, they, yeah. They yeah, issued a lot of money in the and all of the money that went into the economy. After that happened, the market still went down some 20 yeah. to 30 yeah. percent. So even after all of this stimulus that goes in, that doesn't mean the market recovers quickly. That's exactly right. And that's when um, a case, again, referencing that, Randy, businesses were not shut down. Now, there, right. were, business, there were businesses that went out of business, primarily just because they weren't fiscally sound, they weren't ready, the market's you know, moving caused them to go out. But it's different when you go out of business because of normal market cycle. It's a whole different deal when you're a business owner and you're in a place where the government comes in and says you have to shut down and you have no idea of when you're going to be able to open back up. Mm -hmm. So that's a serious problem. You know, what does that look like? When do we get to open back up? You know, customers are in a place where they, uh, quite honestly, what happens is people kind of find the new normal, right? So now they're in a situation where maybe they're fearful of, is this over? So even if the government lifts bans on businesses where they can go out and buy things, do customers say, okay, great. And they go crazy. Like, you know, Trump was saying about how people are going to be like stir crazy, so to speak, or, you know, the, yeah. you know, cabin fever, whatever it is, and they're in a place where i got to get out and just go do stuff. Well, I don't know that they will right away. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to take off like a rocket. You open up your store gates and, and they just flood in. I'm not exactly sure that I'm going to be ready to go back on a plane, get a ball game, and you get on a train. I don't know. I might slowly work my way back to that. Well, think about it like this. Think about in war times, right, when we have our war heroes that are out there and they're in a place where they're in a war, and they're in a completely different environment than they've never been in before, right? Actual real frontline stuff. And they come back, and there is an element of shell shock. Yep. It takes them time to recover. And so I think with here, if anything, you're going to have the emotional toll of how this completely changed our lives. You know, we've never been in a situation, at least in my lifetime of 42 years, where we've had mandates by the government essentially saying, you got to stay home. This has never happened before. So what should you do? Okay, enough of the negative news now. What should you do? Because that's the real stuff. I think the first thing that you got to do when you look at your investments, when you look at your wealth, when you look at your portfolio, you have to ask yourself the question, is it more important for me just to try and make a bunch of money when the market recovers and take that gamble? Because that's what you're taking. You don't know for sure. Nobody knows for sure. Even if you say, well, you know, they're saying historically this recovered like and historically this is what happened. There's no guarantee. It took 30 years for the markets to fully recover from the Great Depression. Don't forget that. It took people three to six years to recover from 2008. And that's without the economy essentially being shut down. So you have to say, are you willing to take the gamble to leave your money in the markets, hoping that it will fully recover quickly? But if you're wrong, you might lose a lot more money. And systemically, even if this ban lifts... It's going to be a wow until businesses really start, the engine of business starts to move again, et cetera. So I think right now I would say, you know what, I would rather bet my money on the idea of being more conservative because we're in territory where we are unknown. Anytime you're in unknown territory, the best thing to do is step back, reassess, and try and make as many decisions based on what you know. Let me say that again. Anytime you're in unknown territory, 
the best thing to do is to step back, reassess, and make decisions based on what you know. So what do we know right now? Well, what we know right now is there's no guarantee of when this ban of staying home gets lifted. What we know right now is we don't know when exactly this whole coronavirus curve will flatten. What we know right now, and by the way, you could be sitting there and you could say, well, I think it's overkill. I think it's ridiculous. I think the bans are too much, whatever, which, you know, listen, I would agree with some of that as well. But at the end of the day, it's not in our control. So to go start analyzing and getting all upset about that is a waste of time because we know we don't know when the bans are going to get lifted. We also don't know what's going to happen with markets. There can be all kind of analysts making predictions. But by the way, a little side note, some of those analysts and some of those investment folks making big predictions and worrying folks out there are actually hedging against the market and actually trying to make money when the market goes down. We've seen that happen, right, Randy? Yeah, Bill Ackman just last week. Hell is coming. It's not a recession. It's a depression. Hilton's going down to zero. The airlines cannot continue. And we all go, oh, my gosh. And the market goes down. And then we find out his $27 million that he put in is now 2.4 billion oh thank you bill no that's that's exactly right so when you take a look at all of these things i think the thing that we have to realize and assess is simply the fact that we there are multiple things that we don't know that is what we do know that might sound crazy like an oxymoron but it's not we know some things we don't know we know that businesses aren't going to come back anytime soon because we don't know when the government's going to turn the switch on we don't know when the coronavirus is going to go away we don't know These are all out of our control. So because we're in a world where we have those things that we know, which are unknowns, then what happens is is we have to make decisions in the midst of that. And in my opinion, over the years of helping families with their wealth, almost 20 years now, one of the things that I have seen is we always want to make decisions based on the facts at hand. We want to make projections of what we think, but we also want to make decisions based on the facts at hand. And since we know what is at hand, which is a lot of unknowns, my opinion and my thought really here is that we have to take an assertive, proactive effort and say, we got to get monies off the heavy risk scale. We have to rethink how we invest, and we must take steps now proactively. Not just say, I'm going to wait around, but proactively take steps to literally reduce our risk and invest in things that limit our downside potential. In other words, limit our loss, but yet still give us some upside. And then as time moves along, whether it's six months or a year or two years or three years or whatever it is, then we can say, you know what, let's reevaluate the strategy and reposition to things that we know we can take advantage of of market upturn as well. I'm not saying wait for three years to get back into markets. I'm just saying right now I think it makes sense to reevaluate your plan and step on the sidelines. And by the way, a lot of people in 2008, they did just that, but their sidelined, Randy, is they went to cash. They Mm -hmm. went to the money market. They Mm -hmm. said, we're going to go and put money in the money market. Well, guess what? Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns went bankrupt. And when Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns went bankrupt, a lot of people that had money in the money market, which they felt was safe, and oh, yes, it is safer than the market, but it's not safe. They had money in their money market accounts, and because Lehman Brothers and Bear Stearns went bankrupt, those money market accounts for millions of folks throughout the country, their accounts got frozen. And they literally were not able to access their money. So you have to think about what should we do now. And there are places that you can take these investments that just whether or not it's appropriate. 
And that's where, by the way, if you've got questions here, you got to, you want to reach out to us, leanonthewall.com, and we're happy to have one of our team members talk through what is appropriate. You may or may not even be the right client for us, but we're happy to help you field some of those questions because there are things that you can do. And Randy, I think that's the key is you've got to be proactive. Well, we talk about any time that there's a market wobble, even going up or going down, it can mess with your investments as far as a balance is concerned. And that mm-hmm. needs to be addressed at any time. When it goes up, you've talked about that over the last five, six years. And when it goes down, what we've had over the last five, six weeks. So it's time to get a second opinion, a second set of eyes. Well, I think even more than that, Randy, think about this. I would say, yes, check on that, right? But in addition to this, so here's a question. Think about this. The longer this goes and the more restrictions are going to be put on people, do you think that is going to cause more mental angst or less? (laughs) Easy. More. (laughs) Of course it is. Yeah. So when people are more emotionally driven, do they tend to make better or worse decisions? Worse. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that is why what I'm saying is you with your investments, as you're listening to this out there, you need to make steps in advance of all of the emotional angst that I believe we're going to see. And the reason I believe we're going to see it is because of all the unknowns we just discussed. Very, very, very important. And uh, by the way, if you missed it, when we were talking about markets at all-time highs, we believe there's going to be a pullback. Listen, we called it, guys. We've been talking about this for months now, even the end of 2019, all the way into the beginning of 2020. We were talking about the fact that, listen, the markets are going to turn over at some point in time. Now, we had no idea it was going to be coronavirus, but that's what happened to be the straw that broke the camel's back. And we were ready for that. So the question is, were you? Were you ready? for something crazy like this happening. Chances are many of you out there are saying, no, we weren't, and you probably lost money in the markets. So now my next question is, are you gonna step up to the plate and make decisions on what you're currently doing and be proactive, even though you're fearful, I get that, step up and be proactive and make decisions to protect yourself for the unknown that is yet to come. That is my challenge to you as you listen to this show. So listen, to get more information on your specific situation, to get some more guidance and counsel there on what you should be doing, reach out to our team. Reach out to us directly. LeanOnTheWall.com. Again, LeanOnTheWall.com. Or just text the word WALL, W-A-L-L, to 22828. Again, text the word WALL, W-A-L-L, to 22828. And one of our team members will respond back to you and help and assist you with what you need to answer some of the questions that you may have. But I wish you well. Stay safe out there in this season. And remember, be proactive in the process so you can make decisions to help improve your overall situation and make the choices that you need to make to maximize your story long term. Thanks for dialing in and share this show with someone that you know needs to hear this so they can make proactive quality choices as well to help protect grow and reduce taxes on your wealth literally in any economy thanks for tuning in talk to many of you soon
Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth, Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 00010.